0: It's time for Real Estate Roundup. This is the time every single week we get together with noted real estate agent, Terry Storey. Terry is a 29-year veteran with Keller Williams located in Boca Raton, Florida. Hey, welcome back to the show, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve. So there seems to be some misunderstanding about VA loans with regards to actually the brokers that are working with clients and sellers as well. Tell us about your experiences there.
1: Yeah, you know, just recently I had an opportunity to work with a VA person that was eligible for the benefits. And basically what happens, Steve, is a VA loan is an opportunity for a veteran to purchase a home with no down payment money. Mm -hmm. And they actually get lower interest rates. So it's a very attractive program. The idea behind it was, you know, from World War II, let the GI guys be able to afford a home, affordable Mm -hmm. housing, et cetera. So anyway, the program's still out there. It's a benefit for those that qualify for it. And what happens is you receive an offer from a veteran, and you'll see the contract that shows 100% finance. Yeah, and that's where everybody goes into oh, how panic can, mode. Panic mode. No, they can't do that.
0: Well, also these buyers who are putting zero down are competing against people who have a lot of cash, and so there's a difficulty for them that's to actually right. buy these homes.
1: Correct, and that's where the problem lies. Because honestly, I just went through this with someone. He's been shopping for two years. Mm kept losing out to somebody else that had more money down. But I just want people to realize these loans, they're very solid loans, they're good loans. There's a misunderstanding that there's a lot of red tape that you have to jump through, and that's really not the case.
0: That wasn't the case?
1: Not anymore. Maybe it was years ago, mm-hmm. but today, I mean, it's its pretty straightforward. So if you do receive an offer from a veteran, and it's a good offer, you know, don't be afraid to accept okay, it.
0: Well, that's just really good
1: make advice. sure you're educated on it, but there's, there's nothing that should freak anybody out.
0: Yeah. You know, I'm glad that you brought it up because these are areas of the marketplace that don't get really talked about all that much, but you're on the ground every single day. So you see all different kinds of transactions. And this is one that came to your attention that you brought it to my attention. Yeah, absolutely. That's very cool. All right. So let's go into some of your real estate survival guide stuff. You know, I love this. Yeah. And you put down some ideas about the first year mistakes that new owners make. Take us through that.
1: You know, when you buy a house, the first thing you've now closed on your house and you want to put in new carpet, paint, do some maybe contracting work. And so you'll go out and get, you know, a couple of bids from different people. But, you know, the lowest bid is not always the best bid. So my advice would be to make sure you're comparing all facets of the bids to make sure that, you know, the quality of the windows are all the same. So Know what you're getting into. Just shop and make sure you understand what three bids are.
0: I think that's a good lesson financially in life for really anything. I mean, it's nice to have the lowest bid, but you may get shoddy materials. Let's say you're buying paint. Right. You know, so they can use the cheapest paint. And if so, if you're not really watching and comparing apples to apples all along the way, then you're really going to get what you pay for. That's
1: right. You're going to be painting the house, you know,
0: more frequently. More frequently. (laughs) (laughs) So you're going to cost. Right.
1: So sometimes buying a better quality paint makes more sense. You know, the other crazy thing is you have now insurance and some people believe, oh, wow, I need to file a claim because something happened to the house. Be aware that submitting small insurance claims is not a good idea, Mm -hmm. especially if it's even less than your deductible because you're now creating yourself a history. And so later when you go to buy a house, try to get insurance. I don't know. You're going to be yeah. dinged for all of this.
0: Okay. Wow. I never really thought of that. Yeah. So I just mean, be I aware. Thinking, I thought you were going to say that they were going to raise your premium.
1: Well, I don't know if they do that or not, but I just know that it's not a good idea to have a bunch of claims. Ah, interesting. So just understand. That.
0: That's all the insurance companies kind of share that information to a degree, I guess.
1: You know, I, I'm not in that industry, but yeah. I know that it's just not a good idea okay. to put in a bunch of claims for insurance. So yeah. just, just be aware that if something costs less than the cost of your deductible, just eat it. Don't yeah.
0: notify your insurance And, you know, my company. advice is get the bigger deductible, you know, the thousand dollar deductible, not the 250 not the $500, because you, like you said, you don't want to really do the petty stuff. Right. And home insurance is for the big events. You know, you have a major event.
1: The house burns. <laughs> you know,
0: yeah, something terrible, right? <laughs> So, you know, so yes, you'll have to pay $1,000, but your premiums will be lower. And the chances of those things happening are fairly remote. So you'll yeah. save money in the long run.
1: You know, and a third item is failing to consider the return on investment for home remodeling. So, you know, here you, you just purchase a new house and you want to do things to it. Make sure it makes sense that you're putting this money into the house. For example, You buy a house, a $300,000 house, and you want to add, I don't know, 300 square feet to it, and it would make it a $500,000 house, but the neighborhood is a $300,000 neighborhood. Probably not a good idea. So, you know, make sure you understand what your rate of return is going to be when you're considering remodeling projects. We're always talking
0: about this, where you get your most money back. And I don't really remember exactly, but I think kitchens.
1: Kitchens and bathrooms. They're high rate returns. Yeah,
0: yeah. So you walk into a house and it's got a kitchen that needs remodeling, that's going to depress the house price.
1: Right. right? I mean, there's always other factors, but yes.
0: I, I'm being very simplistic. Right. But for this discussion, but you come in and you have a brand new upgraded kitchen, you know, you're going to get the price that you're listing the house for. You can probably list it for a decent amount.
1: Right. You'll definitely yield more <laughs> from an updated kitchen. Okay. And then tossing out your receipts. It's important to save all your, you know, big ticket item receipts yeah. because of tax consequences. Uh-huh. And you may sell your house 20 years from now, but you could run yourself into a capital gains yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. And to lower your capital gains, you need to have your receipts to prove that you put X amount of dollars into the house.
0: Yes. Yeah, so for a single person, you get a $250,000 exclusion when you sell. So the first right. $250,000 of capital gains you pay no taxes on. But let's say you know it appreciates by 500, so then you're going to have to pay taxes on the excess 250. Now, If you've put money into the house and you've got your receipts to prove it, then you add what you spent to the cost of your house. So that's going to lower the capital gains.
1: That's right. So save those receipts. Don't toss them.
0: Okay. And finally.
1: And then, you know, ignoring seamlessly minor items on the inspection report, just make sure when you purchase the house, you go through your inspection report and understand what one thing could lead to.
0: Very good. Well, those were some wonderful tips and I want to thank you. And I know you can't tell <laughs> as a listener, but Terry is actually in the studio with us today. She just moved very close to our studio. So I welcome her. This is a second episode that we've done, and maybe we're going to do more. I like this. Yeah, very right. good. Enjoyed it. Terry is a 29 year veteran with Keller Williams, located in Boca Raton, and, and she can be found at terrystory.com. Thanks, Terry.
1: Thanks for having me, Steve.